Levels, levels. Hey, you got my picture of levels, levels. I did. Yes. Uh, levels, levels. Oh. <clears throat> you know, uh, whatever we did last week prior to the cold open was was better than the actual cold open that we wrote. Yeah. You know, we aren't very good at playing ourselves. <laughs> so so we just should we just stop writing these things and, you know, just see what happens well that hasn't always worked out so well uh i think we should keep writing the cold opens okay all right i mean i'm fine either way i mean writing it just means there's a lot more editing for you to do at the beginning of the show oh wait 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 this this no writing thing sounds better and better all the time Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Not snowed in, so doing pretty good. <laughs> Better than me. <laughs> did the uh, the snowblower finish its work? It did. Okay. It did. Uh, I blame the golf. The golf course was open last week. Okay. I blame the golfers. The reason we have snow is because the golfers tempted fate and went out and golfed last week. And that's why we're snowed in. How many rounds did you get in? None. So, that's why I'm, that's why I'm pissed. <laughs> yes. It's, it's their fault. It's their fault. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Every day I saw people out there, some of them wearing shorts. It got into the upper fifties and I was pissy because i couldn't be out there so it's their fault anyway so you don't have any snow at the undisclosed so so shockingly by the way actually uh sunday monday high temperature 60 degrees glorious took the dogs out for a walk monday 60 degrees tuesday took the dogs out for the walk at the exact same time around lunchtime it's 25 degrees Ooh. And we had accumulating snow on the ground by Tuesday night, Ooh. which isn't great. And I, the aforementioned cacti that are trying to hold on are not enjoying the snow. So, um, yes, we did have some snow, um, but, uh, you know, we just hunkered down and waited, waited for it to melt, which it did fairly quickly. So took all yeah. of three hours. Yeah. 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 Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Well, as long as it didn't impact your training. <laughs> Wednesday's run was cold. It was very cold. We have some training related follow-up. Should we get yes, to it? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to it. Well, start, tell you what. Let's start with Doug. Doug has run two half marathons. Wow. Thanks, Eli. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, he thinks that makes a hole. I mean... It's kind of like a tiger slam. K- kind of. I suggested right? it makes a hole. <laughs> um, do you remember? Do you remember when we were in math class studying? Sorry, everybody. Remember studying signs? 
you the know, stop and, sign, the yield sign. The, no, oh, like different class. it's zero and one at the bottom. And then when you get back to the top, it's zero again. Okay. Right. Do you um, remember this? Not really. No, no, I don't. It, anyway, um, the, the point of that is if you run a half a marathon to the bottom of the sine wave and then back up to the top, you're back to zero marathons. You, having You run. haven't actually run anything. Anything. No. Right. Yeah. So a half marathon is better than nothing. Mm. I was going to say, though, going off of Doug's Doug's definition, which I'm, I'm not I'm not throwing away because realistically, if you did that, if you went out and ran, walked a mile every day, 27 days later, you will have completed your marathon. You could complete you could complete 12 marathons this year one mile at a time let's not overdo it a talking to todd marathon that's what it is one mile at a time yep let's the rule the rule is you're not allowed to do more than one mile at a time that's the cap (laughs) you know what even better it's a 1k the talking to todd 1k hey let's not overdo it here (laughs) whoa 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 Settle down, bub. <laughs> uh, t- Doug also enjoyed. <laughs> Doug also enjoyed the part of the show last week where I said, "For those of you new to the podcast, <laughs> yeah, seriously, who's new at this point?" And let's assume there are some new ones. Acknowledging them at ninety-nine percent of the way through the episode. It seems a tad late. <laughs> so here at the top of the episode, welcome new listeners. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, also, uh, 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 marathon, half marathon related news. You have a new coach. Oh, yes. A, a, a- Apparently Sherry is, is now, is now willing to coach me. Well, she did. (laughs) She kept you from dumping all your stuff in the porta potty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there you go. That's keep it to the basics. People keep it to the basics. (laughs) Uh, Well, hopefully we can get her back. We can get her back on the show to uh, share more uh, coaching tips on, how to run a half marathon, or maybe uh, if we really are going to do Ragbri this year or parts of Ragbri, how to train for that. That would be good. Yes. By the way, uh, because I've been, I've been looking up uh, Ragbri information to start making some potential travel plans. Um, if you go to the Ragbri site mm-hmm. somewhere on it, uh, and I wasn't quite prepared. Somewhere on the Ragbri site is actually uh, some, oh, the, the the training blog. Yes, they actually have a training plan that we should be following to get ready for Ragbri. Um, Monday, one bush light. Tuesday, <laughs> two bush lights. Um, just to let you know, 
uh, let's see. Today is uh, today is the sixteenth, so that is uh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. By the way, Dwayne, you should have completed twenty miles of riding last week, and you, as of today, you should have completed twenty miles this week, and you've got a ten mile run on Saturday, or sorry, ten mile bike on Saturday. So uh, we're already behind. Sounds. I don't right. know. I don't know about you. I'm running up and down the court, but yes, I'm already behind. Yeah, no, no, but but we. Sorry, I didn't mean running. You, you got to do that on your bike. This is this is miles on a bike. <laughs> sorry, 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 coach. Hold on, just try not to run that play. I got to turn my bike around here on the court. <laughs> Damn fans in the way. Anywho, yeah, maybe that's going to be a running segment for the rest of uh, through July. Um, how many miles behind are we on training? Because I'm going to guess the number's just going to keep going up. It's, that sounds like Dwayne guess a number, and I'm already behind. Yes. <laughs> how about how about Lisa? Anything from Lisa on on feedback? Uh, yeah, just a quick piece uh, from her. Uh, quote: I never want to hear the words Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers on your podcast ever again. Close quote. And I said, one, if I share this feedback, you're going to hear it in this week's episode. So there is a bit of a conundrum there. And two, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect not to hear them. Let's put it that promise, way. I can't promise that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now we probably could, however, I, we could probably try not to mention them both in the same episode. Oh, that's we, fair. We, we okay. can make an effort for that. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. We're efforting in that direction. Yes, yes. sure. Um, yep, that's what I had from her. Um, how about from toddler number one? Uh, she is still two weeks behind, and when this one drops, we'll then be three weeks behind. But she was listening to episode 151. Again, this is 155. 151, you said... Thanks, Eli. And she chuckled, looks at me. Still funny. <laughs> it still doesn't get old. <laughs> so um, we've got a vote in that direction keep as it. well. Just, yeah, yeah, we got a vote for keep it. Just going to throw that out there. Um, we watched the Super Bowl together. She wanted to provide her feedback. That's something we typically do on the first week post Super Bowl is talk about uh, the commercials and the game and whatnot. Oh yes. Um, yeah. She wanted to know your opinion on the YouTube commercial that had a weather balloon on it and whether or not that, that commercial was shot three weeks ago or two days before the Super Bowl conversation in our house after that aired. Yeah. I look at Lisa and I'm like, there were an enormous amount of meetings in the <laughs> last three days <laughs> over this commercial. Yes, I have to think there were <laughs> a lot of meetings. I don't know. What do you think? Should uh, we? Well, we don't. We already bought it and we don't have time. And uh, what else we are we going to do? Yeah. What else are we just going to? I mean, we could put a we could put a 30 second moment of Zen up. I don't know. This is not great. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) 
Why? Why did we pick a balloon? Balloons up until a week and a half ago, balloons were non-threatening. Right? Who knew this? The best thing about balloons was up. Yes. Yeah. Could, could, Could we somehow CGI pandas in? You have no idea between now and the Super Bowl what pandas are going to do. What I'm telling you is nothing is safe anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Item two, they got to halftime and we learned that Andy Reid won't talk to the press if they're losing. I'm like, this is a thing? You can do this? I didn't know you could do this. Uh, That... I will say, first of all, I don't think you can do that. I think because she said a new chief's policy, which I think went into effect the moment they were losing at halftime in the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> um, I suspect I listened to that and I went, first of all, there's probably going to be a fine from the NFL because the broadcast partners, you're supposed to talk. But more importantly, and I understand he won, that is a t- terrible whoever phrased it that way that is a terrible look that you won't talk to the media if you're losing but when you win you're more than happy to talk with them yep that's that's not good ask me anything you want we won sure why not yeah um yeah i was under the impression that media obligations for head coaches were uh non-optional but you know You don't have to say anything. Belichick has proved that for years. Hey, coach, what went wrong? Are you going to do anything different? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Hey, uh, how'd you see the first half going? Uh, They scored more points than we did. Um, What's your plan for the second half? Uh, Score more points than they do. All right. Thanks. Thanks. And then just jog off. And then jog. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just thanks, coach. Some great words of wisdom there from Coach Andy Reid. Just fake it, man. Just fake it. Don't make a thing out of it. Uh, Item three on Amy's list. The field conditions were horrific. They made Soldier Field look fantastic. It was suboptimal. Um. It would, given the amount of sliding that was going on, I will say I thought it was more prepared for an NHL game because uh, you see a lot of that kind of sliding. Yeah. Um, a l- large chunks of the field were coming up. Um, that was bad. I read, I saw an article that said they had two years to prepare the field for this and this is the best they could do. Um, yeah, that was, that was bad. The other thing, this the other interesting piece about that, and people are like, is there an interesting piece? I doubt it. Um, Kansas City played at Arizona at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And Philadelphia didn't play in Arizona this year. Kansas City had less problems. They played on that crappy field at the beginning of the year and knew, uh, what do you want to use? Do you want to use the half-inch spikes? Uh, no. Three quarters? No. Nope. What what kind of spikes do you want to get? Have you seen a drag queen's heel? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I need like a good six inch 
on all of the spikes. <laughs> get me, get me the Trixie cleat. That's what we need. That's... <laughs> Uh, item four, apparently Rihanna is pregnant. Yes. Uh, we were watching that and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to say this to Lisa. Like, is she pregnant? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm watching this going, uh, really? I mean, I don't, I don't want to be insensitive or whatever. Like I don't, and, but I wouldn't, I mean, it's not going to show up on my, Lisa was like, I don't think there's any news about that. Like, okay. Well, you know, sure. She did say that she was going to bring a special guest. Mm. So there you go. Yeah. She did preview it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and there was also a football game that ended with a mighty whimper. That was item five. (laughs) After all of this stuff, item five was, oh yeah, there's a football game. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, it was interesting. It was interesting. Come back. Yeah. It was all anyway. Up, I, up until I will, the last two minutes. Yeah. I I will I will throw out that the uh you know the holding call that may or whatever did it decide the game specifically? I mean at that point, eh, I don't love that call. You've been letting a lot of that go all game, and then you like that's my problem is People went back and said, look, it's, you can see the video of him. He's got around and he's tugging the Jersey and like, yes, I understand. Yes. Yes. What I want to do though, is go back through the rest of the game and show the other 12 times that that exact play happened, that the referees said we're good and didn't call it like just that felt like a lack of consistency in the, in the officials. Did it decide the game? No letting Kansas city score every single possession in the second half is right. what cost the game. It just didn't help. <laughs> Don't give up the scoop and score. And we're not talking about this. Yeah. Right. Um, well, we're probably still like, actually, here's what we're calling. Here's what we're saying is, boy, the NFL is pretty glad that that terrible call didn't cost didn't, didn't change the outcome of the game. So, right. Yeah. Anyway, um, yep. Uh, by the way, just oh, overall, I was underwhelmed by the commercials. Like, I actually watched more of the commercials than I normally do, and I was just like, "Man, it's fine." Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I did note we're getting this weird thing now where there are ad, and this isn't just for the Super Bowl, but they paid two million dollars for an ad announcing the date when a movie trailer would be dropped. So you are buying an ad to promote the release of an ad. Another ad. Yeah. Strong work, but wait, wait, what did, did you have a favorite? I didn't, I normally, when I say, you know, Hey, we come up with a list of your favorite, blah, blah, blah. I come with a list of 10. I came with one favorite because I didn't watch near very many of the ads, uh, which will be revealed later as to why. But um, the only one I can really remember is the one about the dog. Amy really liked that one. Like, like that's a high quality Super Bowl yeah. ad and the rest gone. Uh, I, I particularly liked the rock star ad from workday. Lisa had seen it before and said, 
you got to see this. Yes. yes. That was a good one as well. Yes. Yep. I, I, we, we hear that at work a lot. Wow. You're a rock star. No, you're not a rock star. I'm a rock star. I am Oswald. <laughs> yep. I really enjoyed that. If you, it was kind of a the office sort of feel for me. I'm like, oh, sweet Lord, this hits home a little too close. Oh, okay. What else we got here? Um, oh, Sarah sent some Scooby-Doo memes. Okay. The, the, the AI people reimagined what Scooby-Doo would look like based on AI. And so she juxtaposed the Scooby-Doo AI and talking to Todd. So we have uh, an image of Shaggy and Scooby in the mystery machine for our new logo this week. Apparently, I don't know. Maybe none of that stays in. Zoinks. <laughs> Wait, let, me <laughs> see, let me see where this is. See if I can send it to you. Rut roll. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. I don't know, Scoob. Someone used AI to combine Scooby and Star Trek. That's where this started. So naturally, I thought talking to Todd needed a Scooby mashup. Nope, nobody needs that. (laughs) Nope. I know, right? Nope. I don't. I don't. That. Why does the AI struggle so much with faces? I don't know, but that looks that looks like that looks like the movie poster for Jordan Peele's next uh, film. Why does every AI graphic look like Picasso did it? I do not get this. Makes zero sense to me. I mean, Scooby but looks Scooby looks fine. If you take your glasses off and look at it from far away, it looks fine. Don't look too close. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. <laughs> the only way it looks fine is if I close both my eyes. <laughs> my wife says that about me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, enough of this. What else we got? <laughs> you have an um, actually? Yes. And I texted this to you actually at one point this week. Do I need to send it again? <clears throat> Is this the Wikipedia hook and ladder? Yes. yes. Because you said, according to Wikipedia, source of all truth and knowledge. Yes. But you didn't read what Wikipedia actually says about hook and ladder football. The That's first the line hook is and ladder, comma, football, hook and ladder, there, boom, comma, done. football, done. the hook and lateral is a trick play in American Canadian foot and indoor American football, often colloquially called the hook and ladder play. It's yeah. a hook and a lateral. It's a colloquially called the colloquially hook and ladder called. play. Yes. Yes. So we were both right. My, my, um, actually, um, actually. We were both right in this instance. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Okay. <laughs> That's what I had. <laughs> Did you have any corrections? 
Nope. Follow up. Um, a couple things. Uh, you mentioned um, you mentioned a few weeks ago that I believe you saw Rex Ryan on the on the streets of New York. A couple of months ago, was it? I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's been another Rex Ryan sighting. Uh, apparently, according to NFL insiders, he may become the next uh, defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. Ooh. Anyway, is that good? Nope. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, the other one. That's right. That's right. Talking to talking to Todd for all your Rex Ryan news. <laughs> it's he's, clearly, he's, he's been spotted in New York near the deli. Oh wait, nope. Now he is in Denver. I can repeat, he is in Denver. <laughs> clearly, a more popular segment than Brett Favre. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, hey! Oh. <laughs> not allowed sorry now we now we now we can't cover any ar material thanks <laughs> for wasting it with that um <laughs> the other one by the way we've talked about how hard it is to move packages around and you know i think you know a week or two ago i talked about the one that went three thousand miles round trip when it was 11 miles from my house yes yeah so um that um as much as we've been talking about that, the Royal Mail must be listening to this because they've they heard our little stories and said, hold my pint. Because recently in the last, yes. Prince Charles is listening to talking to Todd. That's what I heard out of this. The Royal Mail. Well, is he not the Royal Mail? It's King Charles. So. Oh, oh, excuse me. Show some respect. Um. Sorry. <laughs> so a letter was was delivered this week. Uh, sorry, it was delivered a couple of weeks ago. They've kind of kept it quiet in uh, southern London. And they thought there was a postmark on it that said 6 February 16. And they thought, wow. I mean, why are we getting a seven-year-old? Like, where has this letter been for seven years yeah and then they opened it and they realized six february 16 is 1916 (laughs) this letter was mailed in the middle of world war one from bath england to southern london (laughs) I don't know what that is. 60 to 90 miles. <laughs> and it was delivered a couple of weeks ago. So somebody in the Royal mail <laughs> found an envelope from 1916 and went, oh, we probably better deliver this. <laughs> did, did the times of London cover this? Because they are all over stories <laughs> that are a hundred years old. Uh, no. Yeah. This one's from CNN. So okay. um, here's the thing. If the Times of London covered this, we're going to find out about it a hundred years from now, ah. right? Because the letter a hundred years old was delivered is a hundred. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations to the Royal Mail for looking at it. What would have been worse is because it had a one penny stamp with a picture of a king on it, which also they thought that's weird because there's no king stamps. Yeah. What would have been even worse is if the Royal Mail would have uh, delivered it postage due. Yeah. We've had it for over a hundred years and this one penny thing, that's not enough. So if you want to get your mail, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
anyway, so there you go. Um, so I guess that falls in the category of stop bitching about uh, deliveries. It could be significantly worse. Um, okay. So also under uh, follow up, I guess the uh, those DraftKings sports bets that yes. we did this week. Yes. Do you want the short version or the long version? Can we retire? No. Damn. Well, thanks for listening to the short version. No. <laughs> um, why don't you quickly go through the the bets we had and and w- if we won, great, and how much? So we started out at $12.37 in our bank account. Yes. Okay. The talking to Todd nest egg. The, yes. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Uh, we bet, will there be a two point conversion attempt? There was up $6. Woo. Uh, we bet on a, uh, a three-way bet of Travis Kelsey will score a touchdown. The total points will be over 50 and a half. And Patrick Mahomes will pass for more than 275 yards. We hit on two of three. That was a loss. Uh, we bet on another three-way over 51 and a half points. That hit. Jalen Hurts will score two or more touchdowns. He had four. <laughs> he, right? And Travis Kelsey to score two or more touchdowns. He only had one. So we missed there. And I'm thinking, oh, they've got the ball in the red zone. At the end, they're going to throw to Kelsey. And they they slid at the one and ran oh, the they clock did the out. Sm- they did the smart play. They, right? Exactly. How so, stupid. <laughs> so so we didn't win there. Um, you wanted us to take the over on Kelsey receiving yards. That was a win. Our $1 bet paid a buck eighty-three. There we go. And we also bet on the coin toss. Tails never fails. Our $1 wager paid $2. Final tally, uh, talking to Todd, nest egg at $18.20. Whole success. <laughs> there it is. So I know everybody was rapidly waiting on, on pins and needles, wanting to know how we did this week. Uh, we did better than we did last year. I'll take it. There we go. Uh, anything for tech corner or the other uh, tech corner? Nope. I think we're clear in both. Okay. Then. It's not to deny me. All across the side, man. I Um. I'm just looking at what you titled this and I ain't going to know it. I'm just not, I'm not, there's no, I have zero forget whether I ought to. There's a word. This is people on Facebook. I no. All right. Hit me. So my aunt Sue, she, she is a people on Facebook. My aunt Vicky. Also a people on Facebook. Nailed it. Got it. Success. Ring the bell. Sure. Why not? 12 years ago this week, 
The Rock came back and did WWE Raw. Okay. That's odd that he would have done Raw considering he's known for cooking, but okay. Right? Well, 12 years ago, I posted this on Facebook. I woke up to 19 friend requests on Facebook this morning. Apparently, The Rock was on Raw last night. Seriously, people, look at my profile pic. If I look like him, do you think I'd have this mug on here? So this week's question for Todd. How many Facebook friend requests from wrestling fans did I eventually end up with 12 years ago? Okay, this isn't this is getting very close to Todd guess a number, which has already been taken, and I'm thinking about suing for copyright infringement. Um <clears throat> you're gonna hear from my lawyers. By the way, is your dad still practicing? Because I need a lawyer. Um all right, so you posted there so I know there's at least 19. Right. This was eleven years ago. Twelve. Twelve years ago. All right. Okay. I'm going to say 1900. <laughs> you do math like Elon Musk. Thank you. I eventually ended up in this incident after I also changed my profile picture to be the rock. So you're kind of asking for it. I did kind of ask for it. I eventually ended up with 32 Facebook friend requests from people that I didn't know over this incident. So I went over by a little. You were over by just a touch. Dang it. I should have said bit. one. I should have said one. I should have. Oh, I should have said one. You'd have been closer. <sighs> yes. Elon. Good work. Okay. So we can't really ring the bell for that. No. Uh, but but you are correct. Your Aunt Sue is on Facebook. And we did talk about Ragbri this week. So maybe she'll listen. <laughs> What 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 else we got here? That wasn't a great segment, but it was what we got. Oh, it's time for <laughs> it's time for the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. What'd you bring? All right. Well, speaking of doing math like Elon, um I maybe most people have heard this. I'm just gonna throw this out. Uh this is all from reporting, uh multiple stories, internal sources. It's, essentially it's all alleged, but um since since Elon has bought Twitter uh, and driven away a ton of users and more than half the advertisers and basically all the revenue and three quarters of the employees, um, his engagement <clears throat> has been going down and and he's getting a little grumpy that fewer people are reading his tweets. Um, and I guess at one point Biden sent out a tweet and Elon replied to it and more people read Biden's tweet than Elon's tweet, which annoyed him. So he did what any CEO would do. He called an emergency meeting and brought in his top engineers and said, why, why are my tweets not being read by more people? And one of the senior engineers left, by the way, senior engineer at Twitter could be there for like three and a half days at this point. But one of the senior engineers basically said, we've looked at the data and um, there's nothing wrong with Twitter. Um, you just have less influence now. Reportedly, Elon fired him on the spot and had him removed from the building. Damn. Yes. 
Then he directed the rest of the engineers that were there to change the algorithm to promote his tweets specifically, which then led to the following day. And I'm not on Twitter, but if you go into the for you section, that is their algorithmic section that they pick who they think you want to hear from. There were massive amounts of reports that people's for you was 100% Elon tweets. That was it. So he tweaked the algorithm so that he would be more influential. So now everybody basically has to see his tweets. And according to uh, researchers, um, that change in algorithm, which Twitter has said, yeah, they didn't quite, that wasn't really what they meant to do. Um, once they went back through and checked it, um, that change in algorithm, his impressions went up um, 337% and his daily impressions have tripled once they changed the algorithm to um, basically promote his tweets above everybody else's. So. Uh, there you go. Uh, Did congratulations, I... Elon, $44 billion so that you can hire engineers to make sure that more people read your tweets. Seriously, this guy is considered a business genius. There are companies he could have hired that do this work. And instead he bought the entire platform because he can't stand the thought that he is quote unquote, less influential. Did I tell you that I, I used to be friends with Tom on MySpace? What? Tom? Yeah, on MySpace. Yeah, I was friends with him. Weren't you? I'm sorry, I'm not even getting this reference. <laughs> the guy who started MySpace was friends with everyone? Oh. Yeah, see, this whole thing about that I'm not on social media, this isn't you a really, recent thing. <laughs> you really aren't. <laughs> Oh my God. Wow. Okay. No, no, hey, no, no, everybody no, no. else, everybody else got that joke. <laughs> joke of the joke of the year. Toddy nominees goes to Dwayne with the Tom MySpace joke, which killed in everywhere except studio a cheers. Anyway, uh, I'm Elon idiot of the week. Um, one, for changing the algorithm just to make sure so that he can feel better. Yes. Uh, and, and number, number two for spending $44 billion so that he could do that. <clears throat> uh, second week in a row where Elon heavy. <sighs> yeah. That's, I mean, it's a little easy when I mean, you idiot of the week. I mean, you're taking shots uh, at Elon. I mean, I mean, Todd, yeah. come on, put in some effort, find some stories. Anyway, what have you got? I crowdsourced my stories. Um, story number one, sushi terrorism came from toddler negative 18 story. Number two, wag of the Christie came from Jake and story. Number three deadlines are for suckers that came from Reddit. I have a sneaking suspicion. I know what number two is, but. Uh, that looks like a, that looks like a, a soccer story to me. So we're going to go with Wagatha Christie. It, it is a, it is a soccer story. I didn't know anything about this story 
until Jake brought it to my attention. We went to a Drake basketball game on Saturday with Jake and Nicole, and we were talking about it. He's like, how have you guys not covered this story? Are you familiar with the Wagatha Christie story? Yeah, this is this is the the wives and the phone and the court case. Yes. Yes. Because one of the wives thought that another wife was basically leaking her tweets to the press. And so she set up a specific Instagram account. I don't know. And only had the one person follow her and then could prove that she made up a whole bunch of stuff and that stuff was getting leaked to the press by this one person. And then they sued each other in court over it to the point where one of them had to pay each other. Hold on. I actually knew this and now I've forgotten it. Uh, It wasn't the story I was expecting to get chosen. 1.5 million pounds. The full amount is expected to be 1.5 million pounds because... Uh, one of them has to pay the other 90% of their court costs. Yeah. Seriously, people. <clears throat> yeah. So this was uh, Rebecca uh, Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney. Um, yeah. So uh, Jamie Vardy's uh, wife and Wayne Rooney's uh, wife. And the, Duane, do you know why it's called, why the story was named, why, why the press picked up on Wagatha Christie? Wag is wives and girlfriends. Yes, that's not demeaning. professional. Yes, <laughs> soccer players. Uh, this is a this is a or Premier League thing. Yes, so they're and the son has a secret wag feature. <laughs> uh, it's an anonymous column that details the private lives of wives and girlfriends of soccer players. We've already spent far too much time on this. But it is ridiculously stupid, only exceeded by the ridiculously stupid stuff going on in the U.S. men's soccer team. Oh, don't ruin that. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, Um, I will say this. Yes, this is completely stupid. And I'm I'm assuming that the producers of the Real Wives series are pissed that they didn't come up with this BS <laughs> kind of story because this would have been a great script and would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. You watch anything good? So we started watching on Hulu because it's on ABC. Uh, we started watching a show called Will Trent. It's based on a series of books. It's a, it's a detective story. And while there's, I mean, it is, it is a network procedural detective story and by detective story he's a little different he sees crime scenes a little different he can do and he doesn't work well with partners right like it's 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 all of the stuff however we liked um i didn't lisa watched all of it i didn't but we watched we watched the mentalist uh when it was on um we watched uh elementary um on cbs right like yep Monk, did you watch Monk on USA? We did not. We know, you know what? We never got into that one. Oh, but I loved Monk. Probably the same, right? This yeah. is the same kind of thing. So we watched it on Hulu. It's based on a series of books. I think Lisa's read the books, so she's like, "Hey, I've read the books. This is pretty good." You know, for a procedural thing, it's it's entertaining. Um, we'll watch more of them. We watched the first two episodes. It, it is what it is, and you know, it's it's fine. It's not fine. It's good. So we're watching that. 
The other one, and I wanted to throw a recommendation out there is, so I listen to, um, I listen to some different podcasts. One of the ones I listen to, um, and we've talked about this before is, um, I listen to a podcast called 99% invisible and 99 PI is ostensibly, it started off about design and things in the environment that people designed and spent like a lot of time and work on that most people don't see hence 99% invisible. But they're now into 500 episodes and they've just kind of just telling interesting stories, right? It's just sort of NPR. In 99% Invisible episode 523, they did a story. They did their, the entire story is on Iowa six on six girls basketball. Ooh. Now, you and I grew up, that's what was played. And I'm just going to say this. I always I look back on that and think I can't believe that they made the girls play six on six while the the boys were playing five on five. Um, it was a weird game, right? Uh, three, you know, three on each side. You can't cross. You can only take two dribbles. Like I look at this and I'm like, and I'm thinking, my thoughts about that were they had to. There wasn't as much running. There wasn't like it was. It was clearly designed to show that girls couldn't play the same style of basketball as, as boys. What I will say is I listened to this episode and this episode is basically a love letter to six on six girls basketball. I did discover a couple of interesting things. Most States. So girls basketball started around the time, the same time that boys basketball started, but it was divided. Most states in the early 20s got rid of girls' basketball completely because physical education teachers lobbied the state to prohibit girls from playing basketball. Most states outlawed it. Iowa tried to outlaw it. The PE teachers in Des Moines lobbied the state legislature to get rid of it. And it was the small rural schools who said, I don't care, we're going to do it. And if you outlaw it, we're just going to go and create our own separate athletic division. Out of that came the very first girls high school athletic union in the country was in Iowa, specifically so that girls six on six basketball could exist. Yeah. And it is today the only Iowa is the only state that still has two associations. We have the Iowa Girls Athletic Union and the the Iowa High School Athletic Association. We have two still. We're the only state. See, I look at that and I think, why are they separate? The reason why they're separate is because at one point, people wanted to kill girls sports completely, so they broke off on their own. Yep. This is the kind of thing I'm just I'm, I'm going to throw this out, right? When people, oh, everybody's woke and stuff. It's like, I've looked at this a certain way my entire life. Then I read this, or I listen to this and I'm like, oh, wait, I've been looking at this wrong the entire time. The other thing they talked about was they interviewed a number of players um, who played and they were talking about how high the scores were because you could just chuck the ball up and down the court. And you could just score. And they were talking about multiple girls in Iowa scored a hundred points in a game <laughs> because you could do that. Well, yeah, and, there were only three defenders. 
Well, and this is what then made me even think more about it was there were, they had women who played at the time who said, I loved it. Um, I couldn't shoot. I didn't really care about offense, but I could play defense. If we played five on five, I would have never seen the court because I wasn't going to be good enough. This let me specialize and I could do something. Mm -hmm. And it changed me. It changed this whole thing for me anyway. I, I used to think I, up until I listened to this, I thought the whole thing was, it was designed to be lesser. And what I get out of this is first of all, it's amazing that it actually survived anyway, because lots of people tried to kill it, got that wrong. And then number two, it's, it wasn't, yes, it was actually because girls can't do, but it's a different, it's a different style of basketball. It's not better or worse. It is, it is a completely different thing and it shouldn't be compared. And I was just like, (sighs) I watched a lot of that. Wish I would have listened to this before then. <laughs> well, and it, if you remember, I, as an official, I am glad that I never officiated six on six because the ball goes through the hoop. Then you have to take it. A two man crew at that point. It wasn't even three. It, they did it with a two man crew. The ball comes through the hoop. The official gets it, bounces it to the other official who then bounces it to the girl on the offensive side, standing in the middle at of half the half course. circle. Yes. Yes. And then you got to run to the other end. Oh my God. The actual, the last piece of this, people are like, please, please finish this. But the last piece (laughs) of this, as I'm listening to this and they're talking about how it was much more interesting offensively because you only had six people ever around the basket, which gave for more spacing, which means you could have more scoring. Uh And I was actually thinking like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then I thought, you know, the basketball court, is the same size it's always been. And yet players in the NBA are bigger, faster, and stronger. And it just keeps getting congested. You know what the NBA needs to do? And making the court bigger isn't going to help because the basket is still in the same spot. I was actually thinking like, huh, I wonder if the lesson from girls six on six basketball is maybe the NBA needs to think about going from five on five to four on four. How much more interesting would it be Ooh. If you just took two people off the court, you would now have more spacing, more, more lanes, more cutting. There would just be less. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like what would that do? Like that would actually be a much more interesting game to watch four on four instead of five yeah, on five. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it would actually 99- make the four corners play work. <laughs> Um, so that's 99% invisible episode 523, Iowa girls, six on six basketball. Um, for those of us that grew up in Iowa while it was still going on, um, I, it's a, it's a great lesson and, um, yeah, it completely changed my mind about something I grew up with that I, I now go, oh, well, yeah, I got that completely a hundred percent wrong. Huh? Well, not the first time this episode might be the last. How about you? What are you, what are you watching? Uh, well, we watched Rue this week, and apparently because that's a thing we do now, I timed the runway. It was two minutes and 31 seconds. They're just, they're just moving that yep. that through. Uh, yep. By the way, um, speaking of which, however, Lisa saw that MTV has announced in a couple of weeks, the episodes are going back to 90 minutes. 
shouldn't that have been reversed? Shouldn't it have been 90 minutes at the beginning and yes. 60 minutes towards the never mind. Yes. Just as they eliminate most of the contestants, they're going to give the very few remaining contestants even more time. MTV, we know what the people want. Uh, music television that doesn't play never mind. Okay. Uh also, did you see that Clarkson's Farm 2 has dropped on Amazon Prime? I knew it was coming, but I didn't... Oh, I did not know that it's dropped. We're on episode... I think there are 11 episodes, and we're on episode 9. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's just as good as the first season. Maybe even better, because there are cows. So, <laughs> highly recommend. Uh, we also... Six is on tour. It came to Des Moines Saturday yes, night. Yes, I was supposed to ask you. Um, that is one of Lindsay's favorite um, favorite musicals. Uh, how did you enjoy it? It is maybe... Not maybe. It is the best new thing that we have seen. Not a revival. Not a, you know, whatever. Um, the best new thing that we have seen in probably 15 years. Really? Absolutely loved it. Wow. Absolutely loved it. Yep. Really, really super. Also liked that it was 90 minutes with no intermission. So Lisa and Lindsay saw it in London uh, last September. I have not seen it. Uh, the feedback was that that whole 90 minutes thing, at least on the West End, the tickets are priced the same as if it was a three-hour <laughs> musical. <laughs> But the show is a little bit short. Oh, like, oh, they're done? They're not coming yeah. back? Now, well, now what do we do? Yeah. And then you think, did we pay full price for this? Like, Yes, just, we did. I think Lisa's comment was another song or two would be ideal. You don't have to you don't have to draw it out, but you gotta get past the 90 minute mark. <laughs> But for you, I could see where it would be ideal because it because it didn't give you time to fall asleep. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can stay me. awake for ninety minutes. Yeah, two I hours. can do that. Yeah. Two, yeah. I don't know. Kind of drug and a little fire there. Um, no. Yeah. It was. It was really, really good. It was super. Really enjoyed it. Highly recommend. Yep. Five stars. Did you learn anything? How about how about six stars? Sure. <laughs> Where six? Anyway, did I learn anything? Yes. Um, th this is, this is why it's good. I'm talking about that. I did this whole running thing because now I have content that I can share. So, so I shared week and a half ago, did, did the run half marathon. And then last weekend, um, I kind of launched around the house. Just didn't do much. Didn't go for runs. Didn't really do any workouts. And at one point it was like, are you, are you just taking the week off? Nope. No, I'm training. Because the plan says, after you run this, you need to take one to two weeks off to let yourself recover. So what I learned was, I'm not resting. I'm training. I'm going to need I'm gonna need some more pizza and another Pepsi. <laughs> training hard. <laughs> ah, I like this part of the training yeah, regimen. See, I yeah. Can, I, can, I can do this for weeks. <laughs> How do I do more of this? Anyway, yes. So what I learned was just I'm, I'm in full train mode. I've been training for years. I didn't even know <laughs> it. All I, 
all you have to do is download a PDF uh, and that has weeks and, and, and days on it and then just find rest days. There you go. I am all over those. <laughs> How about you? What'd you learn? Well, last week you brought a project. This was my project. Hey, look at that. You built a, uh, you built a kitchen in the basement. Yeah, I kind of did. Um, the, the wall against our basement was, well, here's what it looked like before. Oh, yes. That was the aforementioned studio too. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was an unmitigated disaster. Just piles of stuff and, uh, one plastic shelving unit that we kept the kitchen stuff on. And Amy said, I would like to have us do something with that. Do you think we could get some kitchen cabinets and uh, maybe a countertop and put it down there so that we've got a little easier access to the storage and organize it a bit. And so on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, uh, partially during the Super Bowl, as you can see on the TV, I went to Lowe's, I bought cabinets and a countertop and installed them myself, painted the wall. Everything is level and trimmed out. That's um, why you sent me the pictures of the levels on Sunday. Yes. Yes. Cause everything was level. Everything was level level painted during the Super Bowl, which is why I didn't watch very many of the commercials because I was painting and, uh, everything, um, turned out really well. Uh, the other, the other thing that I learned as a part of this, having a truck is really handy. <laughs> oh, I need to carry something big. I yeah. got a truck. I don't have to ask Lucky anybody. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to go borrow it. I don't know. Hey, Fred, what are you doing this afternoon? Yeah. I just hop in the truck, run to Lowe's, pick up what I want, bring it back. Oh, that doesn't really work. Load it back up in the truck, take it back to Lowe's, return it, get the credit. Much like plumbing, kitchen installation takes three trips to Lowe's. The problem, though, and what you clearly haven't realized is you just said, oh, this is easy. I just run in. I could do all this stuff. You're saying that now. When Amy comes up with like project seven, you can be like, <laughs> I don't, <sighs> I can't, I can't go. I, we don't have anything to pick up the stuff with. You want a truck. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> This what time should have thought this through? <laughs> what time is it? Time to sell the truck. <laughs> the music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd with visiting scholar Todd Prince wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two, no G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, the Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, even though we didn't do their segment this week. And as always, dj to go Cedar Valley, who hasn't has a, had a gig in, in quite a while. But, you know, weddings are coming. It's not without, I mean, we're trying, we're doing our yeah, best. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. We're promoting <laughs> as much as we possibly can once a week to all uh, of our new listeners. Yeah. Right. See, there you go. Uh, and uh, send us your feedback. Send us your feedback to feedback at talking to Todd.com. Todd. Um, quick question. Do you, does that space that you've built out, does that have a smoke detector in it? 
Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. I just need to answer that on Airbnb. I've got your photo and your address. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that looks good. By the way, uh, if somebody comes to the door asking for the executive long-term stay suite, just let them in. Um, uh, money's coming to me. Um, we're good. So yeah. Do we get a percentage of this? Because it's got a workout room there. You can see the treadmill. Yeah, no, no, oh, no, 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 yeah. Did yes, you credit yes. us with that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the treadmill. Uh, we'll have to move the dustpan off treadmill. Obviously not used recently. Okay, <laughs> yep, okay, and post. Yep, no, that's good. This will the easy, easy money for talking to Todd. This is gonna, this is gonna really, it's gonna really punch up our, uh, our the, uh, the talking to Todd slush fund. <laughs> the the DraftKings nest egg so that I can yep. blow it on bets on the Bears and the Broncos for next year. We won't talk about how those bets turned out. Yeah. Yeah. Every, well, you know what they say. doesn't have to be a winner. Oh, sweet Lord. We'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Would you consider that quaint or cozy? Um, yeah. Safe from tornadoes. Uh, we'll have a shared bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you need them to bring their own towels? Or are you guys going to provide those? <laughs> <laughs> and post. <laughs> Jesus.